You're listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We are a church that strives to have open hearts, open minds, and open doors as we make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. And one of the ways that we do that is offering up our sermons for you to listen to. And so we hope you connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org or on our social media at TahlequahUMC. So enjoy today's message. Choir, thank you. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful job. So I want to introduce to you our, our special uh, guest today. Um, when I was thinking about World Communion Sunday, I wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to do um, something that would connect us to our um, Native American culture in our area. I mean, it's kind of obvious. It's, it's a part of who we are living in Tahlequah. And I was thinking about who could I invite to, to do this very well. And luckily, a dear friend of mine, Candace and I have known each other for a very long time. Candace has been a friend of mine, gosh, probably a long time, a long time. Candace and I grew up together. My mom uh, sewed for her grandmother, and uh, they were like family. I just assumed they were family. And so when we moved back here, I kind of connected in with Candace, and she's been a part of the church in, uh, in evening worship and in other ways as well. And um, I felt like she would be a great uh, change of pace for us. Um, and so I invite her in to do a special storytelling uh, for us during this World Communion Sunday. And so um, you can read about her uh, there in the bulletin, but I invite her uh, forward at this time. Thank you, Candace. Lucio? Is it good? That one's better. We don't use the others very much. All right. Good morning. Oh, yeah, that, that is better. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, well, OCO, good morning. Yeah. Oh, I love it whenever I hear Cherokee being spoken, especially in the morning. Uh, so, uh, as Matt said, uh, as um, Reverend Matt said, I, we have been friends for a very long time, and uh, I don't know if um, I don't know if many of you, if there are people here who remember, but as a child, as a small child, this was the very first church I can remember attending. I'm I'm from Tahlequah. I grew up here. Uh, my dad still lives here, but my parents they brought our family here to United Methodist Church. And so I can say uh, from the time I was a young child, I, I grew up in this church. Uh, and I had a moment uh, sitting back here with uh, Reverend Matt, um, my mother, uh, who passed away in 2017. She used to sing here in the choir. And that was one of her absolute favorite things in the world was to come here to choir practice. Drop me and my sister off at the little daycare in the back. And she would come here, and she would feel such a thrill putting on the robes and the stole and to sing with a choir and to harmonize uh, with these beautiful hymns. And so I was just reminded of my mom, and this church has special memories for me that I, I, didn't, I, I didn't realize even until just now. I've always had a special fondness for this church and for this place. And so... Um, Without too much being said, I, I, it is my honor, it is my privilege to be here with you this morning and to share a story uh, from, our, from our Cherokee culture, from our Cherokee heritage. 
<clears throat> so uh, one of the things that I do whenever I storytell and whenever I tell this story, I want to share this. I want to share this morning with you uh, the story of the mockingbird. We just did the offerings, which is about offering our gifts. And uh, the story I want to share with you this morning is about that thing. Is it is about gifts that we are given, gifts that we are blessed with, and the ways that we use our gifts, hopefully for good, sometimes for harm. And so with this story, this is the story of the Mockingbird, I, I like to have uh, a few volunteers. Do I have any young volunteers here that would be willing to, yes, yes, you, that would be willing to come and help me tell this story? Yes, you, come on up. Yeah, yeah, if you stand right here, thank you, yeah. Do you want to come up? No? No. You sure? Do you want to come up? You could come. Like, yeah? Yeah? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You want to come up here. You want to come up here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yes, yes. I need at least three more. I need at least three more. Would you? Yes? No? You? Yes. Come on up. Yes. All right. Do I have two more? All right, yes, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you. Woo, let's give these guys a hand. Like, these are, these are pretty brave people, yeah. <laughs> All right, maybe I can tell this story with four. Okay, I'll have to cut the number down, but okay. All right, so the way that my dad tells stories is he tells me to start them out, to say that they happened a long time ago. And he says, the way he says that is Sawiwa. So Sawiwa, they say that a long time ago, Creator, Unethlanahi. Can you play Creator for me? Yes, 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 she can do it. She can do it. So they say that Creator, Unethlanahi. And I like to teach a little bit of language as I go along with my stories. So can you say Unethlanahi? Unethlanahi. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That was good. Yes. So Uneth Lanahi, creator, God, held out her hands. Can you hold out your hand? She held out her hands and she took a step forward. And she said to all of the birds, she said, all of you all. All of you all. Have a very special song. Have a very special song. That I've given you. That I've given you. And that I want you to sing. That I want you to sing. When you wake up in the morning. When you wake up in the morning. I want you to sing it loud. I want you to sing it loud. Sing it proud. Sing it proud. Because it makes me happy. Because it makes me happy. And all of the songbirds said, yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they all said, yay. <laughs> Because Creator had given them, each and every one of them, a special and unique song. So when the, song, when the sun came up in the morning, all of the songbirds sang so beautifully like this. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> yes. When the sun rose in the morning, they sang so loud and so beautifully like, ah. Uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> Can't do that. Ah. <laughs> uh. And the creator said, yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. That sounds good. It makes me so happy. Makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> and so it went on like that. 
The sun would come up and the birds would sing so happily and they would greet the sun in the morning. But there was one, so, there was one little bird that wouldn't sing and that was the mockingbird. You'll be my mockingbird? Okay. All right. Mockingbird said, I don't like my song. I don't like my song. My voice is awful. My voice is awful. There's something wrong with my voice. There's something wrong with my voice. I don't want to sing. I don't want to sing. There must be something wrong with my voice. There must be something wrong with my voice. So he asked one of the other little songbirds. He said, hey, you. Hey, you. Can you come look down my throat? Yeah, come look down. Come look down my throat. <laughs> yes. And so the songbird said, yeah, I'll help you. Yeah, I'll help you. And so the mockingbird opened his throat really wide. And the little songbird looked down his throat. And as she was looking, she was looking for something that was wrong. And mockingbird, with his mouth so wide open, was waiting. And he was waiting. And he was waiting until he got so tired of waiting that he snapped his mouth shut and he bit off the head of the little songbird. <laughs> then when the mockingbird opened his mouth, he realized something. He realized he could sing with that songbird's song. And he said, I have an idea. I have an idea. A great idea. A great idea. I'm going to take. I'm going to take as many songs as I can. As many songs as I can. So that way I can be the only singer of the birds. So I can only be the singer of the birds. So he grabbed another little songbird and he said, "Hey there. Hey there. Will you come look down my throat? Will you come look down my throat. See what's wrong with my voice. See what's wrong with my voice." And the little songbird said, "I'll help you. I'll help you." And so he opened his mouth again, and the songbird was looking and looking and looking, and snap, went the head of the little songbird. <gasps> now, when Mockingbird opened his mouth, he could sing with all of the songbird songs, and they sounded so awesome to him. They sounded like, ah, 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 Well, creator, Uneth Lanahi, she was watching, she was listening, and she was not pleased with the mockingbird. And she said, Mockingbird! Mockingbird! What have you done? What have you done? I created all of those songbirds for a reason. I created all of those songbirds for a reason. And Mockingbird said, I have done a great thing. I've done a great thing. I have all of the songbird songs. I have all the songbird song. And now I sing. Now I sing. The very best. Best. And creator said, this is a very bad thing. This is a very bad. <laughs> this is a very bad thing. And Mockingbird, you must be punished. And Mockingbird, you must be punished. I created those songs for a reason. I created those songs for a reason. So from now on. So from now on. You'll only sing at night. You'll only sing at night. And you won't be able to stop. And you won't be able to stop. No breaks. No breaks. No rest. No rest. Not even to use the restroom. 
Not even to use the restroom. Until you've sung all of the stolen songs. Until you've sung all of the stolen songs. And so at night, Mockingbird prepares himself and he sings all night long without a break, without a rest, without a stop, until he has sung all of the songs that he has stolen. And so when the moon comes out, he gets up and he sings like this. Yes, yes, yes. And that is how we have come to have the Mockingbird. Let's give these guys a round of applause. <laughs> Wado, you guys can go sit down. Wado, thank you, thank you. These guys were very, very brave. <laughs> Let me see. Okay, okay. All righty. <clears throat> I do have another story I'd like to tell. It's, uh, it's an old story, and uh, <clears throat> I will oftentimes, uh, I, often I will tell the story uh, kind of in the style of Robert Lewis. He is a local uh, storyteller, and I watched him as a young child, as a young kid, and I always thought, oh my gosh, that looks so much fun. I want to be able to do that. And uh, so I can say that uh, I'm a product of this community. I watched a lot of people growing up, and I always hoped I could be like them. And Robert was a very influential person, and I really, I hope I do him proud. Uh, so the next song, I'd or the next next song, the next story I'd like to tell is uh, another one of our origin stories, <clears throat> and it's the story of um, how we came to have the fire. Now, traditionally, the way that the story is told, it's how the spider brought us fire. And once again, it's a story about gifts. It's a story about using our gifts, hopefully for the benefit of others. Uh, but they say that Sawiowa, a long time ago, that half the world was covered in darkness and the other half was covered in light. And the animals who were here before the humans were here. Each one of them had their own special language. Each one of them could speak to one another. And the animals that lived on the dark side of the world, they wanted the light. They wanted to have something to see by. And so they called a council together, and they said, how can we have the light brought to this side of the world? Those of us who live in darkness, we can't see. It's very dangerous out here and we would like to have the light to warm us by. So they prayed to Creator, they prayed to Unethlanahi, and Unethlanahi heard their prayer. And so he struck, a, he, uh, he sent a lightning bolt and struck, and struck a tree on an island. And all of a sudden, the first fire appeared. The flames leapt up so high, and all of a sudden the animals could see it. And they got very excited and they thought, Creator has answered our prayer. He has heard us. And we need to send somebody to go and gra grab that fire and bring it over to us here on the mainland. Well, all of a sudden, the animals began arguing amidst one another. Who was the strongest? Who was the fastest? Who was the best one to go and get that fire? The snake said that I am the best. I can swim over there and I can grab that fire. 
And the, the buzzard said, no, I'm the very best. I am the very strongest. I can flap my wings. I can go over there, and I can grab that fire. And the bear, the head of the council, he said, hey, hey, hey. We'll elect somebody. We'll elect somebody, and I will choose who will go because I am actually the strongest. And I will send somebody who will go over. So the first person he said is, he said, buzzard, okay. Now, buzzard did not look like he did today, like he does today. Buzzard was actually a beautiful bird. He had a beautiful plume on the top of his head, and it swirled around, and it was a beautiful long feather that danced on top of his head. And the bear said, buzzard, you are one of the largest birds, one of the largest animals of the air. Why don't you fly across the water, and you grab that fire, and you bring it to us? And Buzzard said, yes, yes, I will go. So Buzzard flew across the water, and as he neared the fire, he neared the flames, and he tried to figure out a way of how to get that flame. And as he was looking into the fire, an ember fell on top of his head, and it burnt the top of his head off. And so the way it injured him and he couldn't see from the smoke, he flew back across the water and he told Bear and the other animals very disappointingly that he had failed. He had failed to get the fire and now because of his failure he had lost the beautiful plume on top of his head and that's why he is still bald today. So the second animal was the racer snake and bear said racer snake you are the, you are very fast and swift and you can swim across that water will you go and grab the fire for us and the racer snake said yes yes i will do this for you now racer snake was a, is a small little black snake today but back then he was beautiful and had this beautiful rainbow colored iridescent skin and so with this he swam across the water and he ran up that tree and as he neared the fire, another ember fell on him from the fire and scorched his skin from the top of his head to, the ta to his tail. And so being burnt and being damaged and being hurt, he, 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 he slithered back down the tree and he came back across the water. And he told Bear and the other animals that he too had failed. He had failed to grab that fire. And now he was black and charred. But if you see him today, you can still see a hint of the iridescence when the light hits him just right. And you can see where he used to have this beautiful rainbow-colored skin. But that's not the way he looks today. And so the bear became frustrated, and all the other animals were becoming frustrated, and they asked themselves, who else could go? Who else could go? Well, the owl stepped forward, and he said, I can go. I can go grab that fire. And the bear thought about it for a moment, and he thought, oh, I don't know. You know, okay, we'll give you a try. Another, another bird of the air, please go. If you will go grab the fire, if you can, please bring it back to us. So the owl mustered up his courage, and he flew across the water. And as he neared the fire, too, owl was looking into the fire, and he was trying to look for a clever way to try to grab the fire. But as he looked, he leaned too close into the fire, and the embers went up into his eyes, and they charred around, and they burnt rings around his eyes. And 
how, and now the eye blinking and he couldn't very see very well, he flew back across the water and he barely made it this time. He barely made that trip and he came back to the other animals and to bear. And he said that he too had failed to grab that fire. And that's why Al looks the way he does today with those rings around his eyes, with his eyes so wide and open. And so the animals were about ready to give up. Who could go and grab this gift, this mighty gift from Creator to bring it over to their side? And there was the small voice that answered and said, let me go, let me go grab the fire, let me go, I can go. And all the animals, they were looking around to see, who was that? Who spoke? And they looked down on the ground and they saw it was little Kananesque, the spider, grandmother spider. And the other animals just looked at her and they just laughed and they laughed and they said, our biggest and our largest and our strongest animals were not able to go grab that fire. Who are you to think that you can go grab the fire? And Kananesque said, no. Let me go. I can show you. I know how to grab this fire. I know how to get this fire and bring it over to us and bring it over to this side. And the other animals thinking, well, we've kind of run out of options. We will go ahead and we will let Spider go. So Kananesque is a weaver. She weaves her home. She weaves her web. And what she did was she wove a very, very strong basket. And she set it on her back. And she swam across the water on top of it. She climbed up into the tree where the flames were still burning. And she didn't actually touch the fire, but what she did was she quickly scooped up an ember onto her basket, placed it on her back, and scurried back down the tree, back across the water, and she made it. She made it to the mainland. She made it to the other animals. But as she crossed the water, the ember did burn through her basket a bit. And it burnt her back, but only a little bit. But she made it across the water with the ember, with the fire. And so it is through her special gift of weaving that Grandmother Spider brought us the fire, the flames, the gift of fire today. And they say that is how Grandmother Spider also gave us the gift of basket weaving as well. By using her very special creator-given gift, even though she was so small, not necessarily considered a strong animal, by using the very gift that she had been given, she was able to give us a very special gift and give the animals a special gift too. So, Wado, thank you. Thank you for letting me come and speak before you today. Grace and peace. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, and we hope you connect with us at TahlequahUMC.org. And now as one body throughout the whole world, we come together as one body and I'm going to invite Emily to come up and lead us in the Lord's Prayer today. Just grab that mic. The mic. We join Emily in the Lord's Prayer.
Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.